0: so dynamic, so magnetic, so effervescent so full of energy and vitality
1: is it herman no is it sherman no is it eddie is it freddie oh no 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 is it Hart? is it shapner is it Marx? perhaps oh you'll
2: never never, never guess it
3: don't
4: snap your cap is just miss judy garland here's the little gal who's earned a number one priority in your pinup department both in your barracks wall and in your hire. judy garland
0: clang 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 went the trolley ding 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 went the bell Zing, zing, zing went my heartstrings.
2: From
5: the moment I saw him, I fell. Hey everyone, this is Mindy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Old Time Radio. Next in the Judy Garland series is her appearance on Command Performance from October 9th, 1942. The MC for this program is Bob Hope. So you already know now that you have 30 minutes of pure entertainment to look forward to. <laughs> Stacy and I will actually talk a quite a bit more about Bob Hope and Bing Crosby and a little bit of Judy Garland in the Bing Crosby kind of series that we have going uh, at the end of the week. So look forward to that. Also appearing is Claudette Colbert and Lana Turner. The interesting thing I think about Lana Turner and Judy Garland kind of back-to-back on this program is they had, back in the day, kind of this storied animosity. They started off kind of together at MGM, and Lana is two years older than Judy, and we all know Judy, you know, in her earlier days, she had a lot of insecurities about her appearance and about being perceived as young, much younger than she actually was, and Lana didn't help being older and gorgeous and getting all of the the kind of more mature roles that Judy wanted but they still managed to be friends and they they supported each other you know a little bit coming up through the ranks that they did but then Artie Shaw came along and Judy was quite smitten with Artie and Artie was quite smitten with Lana (laughs) and unfortunately for Judy uh Lana returned those emotions and they actually had a brief marriage and Apparently, this damaged the friendship uh, for a little bit, but by the time you hear them on this performance, they've already made up. Uh, actually, Judy's husband, David Rose, is the composer on this show. They've done Zigfield Girl together and reportedly Walnut Filming. They got along great. And they went on double dates. So I was happy again in Girlland. Judy sings two songs on this program. It's a Great Day for the Irish, which is that tongue-twisting, very, very Irish song that I absolutely love but cannot sing <laughs> I guess I just can't get all those names correct. Ah, uh, but Judy does imagine that. And she ends the program with Sunny Side of the Street. It does a fantastic job. I mean, they, you kind of just repeat yourself. I think I'll just start to let you know if she ever has a terrible performance on any of these programs. <laughs> I think it was two song choices that really showed her range um, from beginning to the end of the show. So I was really happy to hear that. You know, and Judy's a frequent performer on these command performances. And we've talked in the past shows about her commitment to the troops. And in 1942, Judy and her husband, David Rose, they were doing four performances a day. 12 songs, including encores at the bases all around the country. Um, The most requested songs were You Made Me Love You with the Clark Gable spin, and then Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And something just so sweet that I read that, you know, the girls like Lana Turner and Claudette Colbert and all of, you know, those stunning knockouts of the time, they were always referred to as Miss Turner, Miss Colbert. But when it came to Judy Garland, it was always Judy What some on paper might see as a little bit of disrespect was actually tremendous respect because the Lana Turners of the world were the girls that they pinned up on their barracks as the dream that they could never have. But Judy Garland was the girl that they had waiting for them back home. She was so approachable and so warm and comforting I think it's probably the first rabid fan group that she had. She, of course, had many over the years and still to this day, they're out there. But I I just I just found that really heartwarming to read. You know, she wasn't Miss Garland to the the boys overseas. She was Judy. So having said that, I think you're going to enjoy all these ladies on the program and the respective talents as much as Bob Hope clearly did. He laughs about as much as they do, if not more. So from October 1942, this is Command Performance.
3: Department presents Command Performance USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the fighting men of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command Performance, presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. (laughs) guys on seven-day-a-week duty with Uncle Sam, and salutations to all our friends throughout the United Nations. It's command performance time in the USA, with the American entertainment industry short-waving a hot time to you men whose swell letters cast this big show of yours. And right now, it's high time to introduce the pride of Dutch Harbor, the Fairbanks Flash, and the favorite of Uncle Sam's armed forces everywhere. Just returned from a personal command performance in Alaska the old musher himself, Bob Hope.
4: Oh, thank you so much. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Tanks for the Memory Hope, telling you soldiers the way the tanks are rolling off the lines, Hitler will soon be doing a song and dance with U.S. Grants in his pants. (laughs) Yeah, but it's great to be back on Command Performance. What a program, a show heard all over the world. Can you imagine one radio program that reaches all the way to Alaska, Ireland, Australia, Madagascar, Siberia, and the city limits of Los Angeles? Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> and we've got a great show for you tonight, a great cast and a great announcer, Don Wilson. This is the first time I've ever worked with Don Wilson. Look at him. <laughs> now I know what they mean by a second front. <laughs> And a third, too. (laughs) Don's got a little stomach trouble. He can't get it through the door. (laughs) You can take that any way you want. It's as broad as it is long. (laughs) That's Mr. Five by Five. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you you can work on me now, Don. But now now that the regular radio season is starting, I'm going to broadcast again from the army camps. The War Department likes that. They say it keeps the boys in a fighting mood. <laughs> Last week we broadcast from Santa Ana. That's where they got my brother George in the Air Force. That's the only way they could get him in the Air Force. <laughs> of, uh, of course, we entertained the boys after the show. It was a very smooth performance. Gypsy Rose Lee was there. Everything came off on schedule, and they had the uh, and they had the prettiest girls singing songs. I asked her for her telephone number, but she wouldn't give it to me. It's a military secret Nobody knows it but the soldiers and the sailors But you soldiers can sure be proud of your army football team They played here in Hollywood a couple of weeks ago And I went down to see them play I love to go to football games It's the only chance I get to yell at guys with muscles But it was a great game It was a great game I sat next to Hedy Lamar. People in the grandstand watched every play that was made Then the game started And... And the team, the team that was playing the Army had a tough break. At the end of the first half, their star quarterback was drafted and played the second half against them. (laughs) That can happen now, and boy was it hot at that football game. I went up to an ice cream guy and handed him a dime, and it was the first time I ever had a good humor squirted at me. (laughs) It was so warm, the beginning of the game, the good humor man was yelling, ice cream, ice cream. At the end of the first quarter, he was yelling, malteds, malteds. (laughs) At the end of the first half He was saying Who wants to buy a stick (laughs) But enough of that Enough of that Let's open up The old command Performance music department First For more you guys Than Hitler dreams Or overseas One of your very top favorites Judy Garland Hello, Judy.
0: Hello, Bob, and hello, fellas.
4: You know, Judy, it's swell to be back on the radio with you again. Remember the good old days when we worked together?
0: That I do, that I do. Gosh,
4: a lot of water's flowed under the bridge since those days. Yes, sir, a lot of water's flowed under the bridge.
1: Bob, are you reminiscing or starting a commercial for that toothpaste company?
4: (laughs) Well, anyway, a lot has happened. I can remember the very first day I arrived in Hollywood. I put my footprints in the cement in front of a grandma's Chinese theater. And 15 years later, I put my footprints there again.
1: You put
0: your footprints there twice? How come you did it a second time?
4: Well, they wanted to have one set of them with my shoes on. (laughs) I should have your glasses. But look.
1: (laughs) Oh, it must be fun, Bob, to look back at those days now that you have two suits and everything.
4: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I've got more than two suits. Can I help it if my relatives get up earlier than I do? But, Judy, speaking of relatives, that fellow, Dave Rose, leading the orchestra, isn't he sort of a relative of yours?
0: Well, I, I guess husbands are relatives, sort of.
4: <laughs> and do you suppose, Judy, that you and Dave could sort of beat out of a number together, sort of?
0: <laughs> okay, Bob, come on, Dave, for the AEF.
1: Oh, I woke me up this morning. I heard a joyful song from the throats of happy Irishmen, a hundred thousand strong. Sure, it was the Hibernian Brigade lining up for to start the big parade. So I fetch me Sunday bonnet and the flag I love so well and I bought myself a shamrock just to wear in me lapel. Sure, today is the day, March 17. It's the day for the wearing of the green. It's a great day for the Irish. It's a great day for fair. The streets of old New York are filled with blarney. Begawler, sure you'd think was old Kalani. It's a great day for the shamrock for the flags in full array we're feeling so inspired sure because for all the irish it's a great great day Shandy Gora, every Irish son and daughter, every good old Irish name and his relation. They come from Tipperary, Donegal, and County Kerry, and they all are here to join the celebration. Now there's Terence O'Toole and his cousin Phil Thorarty, Patrick O'Bogle and Mullen McGrew, Mike Maley, Tim Daly, and Barney O'Plority, Danny O'Doolan, and Seamus Carew. <laughs> Conleys and Donleys and Patrick O'Banigan Ryan's, O'Brien's, McLaughlin's and Lynch McGlone's and McFadden's and Mr. Pat Flanagan, Hogan's and Glogan's, McPherson's and
2: Finch
1: It's a great day for the Irish It's a great day for fair, Begosh, there's not a cop to stop a raiding Because all the cops are out parading. It's a great day for the shamrock For the flags in full array We're feeling so inspired, sure Because for all the Irish it's a great
4: Thank you, Judy Garland Judy will do another number for you in a few minutes, fellas Right now it is my extreme pleasure To present one of Hollywood's most beautiful and talented young actresses There's a rumor that she's dropping in on command performance tonight To catch up on that mail you send her But the real truth is she heard Hope was on the show (laughs) (laughs) by,
2: uh,
4: By worldwide command of the AEF Miss Claudette Colbert Right here
6: Hope, I'm indeed grateful for that flattering introduction.
4: And I'm indeed happy to be working with so distinguished an actress.
6: Oh, well, I'm thrilled to be associated with so capable a performer.
4: (laughs) Well, here we are.
6: (laughs) Yep, here we are.
4: Care to shoot a game of pool?
6: (laughs) Now, look, Bob, if you're at a loss of what to do, you you don't have to stand up here with me. I can do an act very well by myself.
4: Oh, no, no, I'd rather help you out a little. It's my good deed for the day. (laughs) I guess it's the Boy Scout in me.
6: Well, it's the first time a Boy Scout ever tried to put his arm around me.
4: Yeah, well, I belong to the Wolf Patrol, but that's... (laughs) You know, Claudette, I want to tell you that, you know, you're beautiful. Uh You know, I, I really think I could go for you.
6: Isn't it wonderful how that light in his eye can be on when everything else in his head is off?
4: (laughs) Please, applaud on cue, please. Claudette, how can you speak to me like that? After that heavy date we had last night. Oh no,
6: I'm really sorry, Bob. It was nice of you to take me out.
4: Oh, don't mention it. Gee, that Macambo is a popular place, even though it is a little expensive.
6: <laughs> oh well, now don't talk like that. You'll make me think I spent my money foolishly.
4: <laughs> Bob, please, Claudette, don't make me seem as cheap as I am. But still, we had a good time. We had a good time dancing, didn't we? Don't you think I'm a good dancer?
6: Uh huh. You waltz divinely, no matter what the band's playing. <laughs> That's
4: right Well, I'll have you know Fred Astaire and I Used to dance together When we couldn't get girls But that's neither here nor there. Let's let's not talk about me anymore Let's talk about you for a while Have you seen my latest picture?
6: Yeah Hey, by the way You've been at Paramount For a long time, haven't you? You must have an awfully smart lawyer Yes
4: Well, you ought to know I'm at Paramount I've got the dressing room Right next to yours
6: Are you the one Who has the dressing room Next to mine? Yes Oh, must you
2: cook? (laughs)
4: I'm that close to you. How can I help it? But look. (laughs) Claudette, I noticed that at Paramount, you often drop in and visit Charles Boyer. That's right. Well, why don't you ever drop in and see me?
6: Oh, well, Bob, if uh, you could get caviar, would you take beans?
4: (laughs) Come, Claudette, it's not nice to refer to him as Beans Boyer. I don't think... (laughs) Anyway, uh, what do you see in him?
6: Well, don't forget, I've watched him making those love scenes on the set.
4: Oh, you have? Well, how is Charles Boyer in those love
6: scenes?
4: (sighs) And uh, how am I in my love scenes? Oh. You don't think I'm your type then, huh, Claudette?
6: Well, not exactly, Bob. You know, I I like a man like Jimmy Cagney now. There's a guy with a lot of
4: punch. Yeah, well, what's the matter with me?
6: Well, you're punchy too, but in a different way.
4: Well, I don't know how you can say that. I stack up with most of these actors physically. I, Errol Flynn, for instance. What's he got? Just look at my figure. I'm looking. Well, take a good look, will you?
6: Was your mother ever frightened by an avocado?
2: <laughs> Let's
4: skip the whole thing. Say, you just finished a picture, didn't you, Claudette? <laughs> huh? Yes, say, right. I do. Let's skip that, too, shall yes. <laughs> we?
2: Yes, sir, you know I don't
4: know how you can talk about me. You know I do pretty good as a leading man in my pictures. Did You see my last picture?
6: Yes, I did, Bob, <laughs> did? and I laughed and laughed and laughed. You did really? Yeah. What love scenes? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Listen, there <to it>. was. <laughs> that must be the cameraman. <laughs> Listen, there was nothing wrong with those love scenes I played with Madeline Carroll. In fact, I thought we both did a very good romantic job.
6: Yes. You know, I I talked to Madeline Carroll about your lovemaking. You did
4: really? What'd she say?
6: Is it true you once wrestled alligators for a living?
4: No, I got these scars walking into a lady's Turkish bath in a dim out.
6: (laughs) Tell me, Bob, how does it feel to be kissed by
4: Madeline Carroll? Oh, every time she kissed me, my feet left the ground. <laughs> right now, I have more flying hours than Crosby Stork. <laughs> hey. Say, Claudette, uh, while we're on the subject, how about you giving me a little kiss, huh?
6: Uh, consider yourself grounded. Oh. <laughs> Oh,
4: come on, just give me one little kiss before you go I want to feel smoke come out of my ears again Just one little kiss There, and again And again There What do you say to that?
6: Well, I hope the Army and the Navy appreciate what I'm doing for them
4: there and now and now for all you guys in middle egypt and india and africa and you marines and the solomons and all you construction workers who are building the stuff to tear down the axes here's another of your favorite dishes music from the usa prepared and served by dave rose and the orchestra pagan love song Boy, what a night. Command performance. It's really amazing. Claudette Colbert, Judy Garland. I must be dreaming. So, I might as well dream that I'm out with Claudette Colbert, Judy Garland and Lana Turner. Why not? If Harry Frank, Doug and Sid in the Royal Navy and thousands of guys in the AF can dream of Colbert and Garland and Turner, of course, it would be too much to expect. Of course, it would be too much for me to hope for. Ah, oh, well.
7: Hiya, fellas. And hello, Bob.
4: Well, Lana Turner! Lana, this is wonderful. Gosh, you know, we haven't seen each other for 18 months.
7: Bob, has it really been 18 months since the last time I saw you? That's right. (sighs) Gee, that suit certainly holds a crease.
4: (laughs) Well, it should. Since I got a sponsor, I've been taking it off nights. But, Lana... I understand you've been a very busy girl this past year In addition to your pictures, you've been doing camp shows and bond tours And
7: I love it, Bob I love Troopy You may not know it, but I was born on the stage
4: Mm, That's a pretty good act What'd you do for an encore? (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, Lana, traveling around the country must be I mean, you must meet so many interesting types of people
7: That's true, Bob One of the strangest things that ever happened to me Occurred out in that flat prairie country where those big farms are I ran out of gas Say, did you ever run out of gas?
4: Yes, quite often, I tell him.
7: <laughs> well, I thought I was out of gas, but my car broke down. And there I was, all by my lonesome. So I left the car and started walking a few feet down the road when I met a farm boy. Hmm, he looked very much like you, too. And as I walked up to him, I said... Hey, you! you sitting on the fence there. Who, me? Yes, can you can you direct me to town? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Say, you're a good-looking boy, aren't you? (laughs) Nice, ripply hair, big shoulders, red cheeks, nice hands, beautiful eyes, nice, soft lips. Town? (laughs) (laughs) Say, why don't you stand up when you talk to a girl?
4: Nah, I'm a settin'.
7: Well, you'll wear out the seat of your pants.
4: I already did. That's why I'm a settin'.
7: (laughs) Is there anyone around here who can fix my car?
4: Fix your car? Sure, my Uncle Podney can
7: Is your Uncle Podney in?
4: Yeah, he's in, but he's out
7: Oh, that doesn't make sense
4: Yeah, he was at a hard cider party last night He's in, but he's out
7: (laughs) Well, I can see I'm not going to get any help from you
4: Why not, cutie? I may be young, but I ain't no fizzle Just sit on my lap and watch me sizzle (laughs) Uh, I'll fix your car g- I'll fix your car myself
7: Thanks Say, so you're kind of cute, Hayseed What's your name?
4: Oh, I used to be Claude Changed it to Elmer
7: Changed it to Elmer? Why?
4: Oh, Claude made me sound like a hick
7: <laughs>
4: Last name's Jones
7: You know, I kind of like you
4: Oh, now, nah, just a minute Don't be getting too forward We ain't shuck hands yet All right Say hey. Shuck <clears throat>
7: Say, why do you shake hands up and down like that?
4: Can't help it. Got 106 cows in this farm. <laughs> hey, uh, look who's walking up to the fence here. My old horse, Dobbin. Kiss a nice lady, Dobbin.
7: Oh, I don't want that horse to kiss me.
4: <laughs> Cools you off, though, don't it? <laughs> You know, you're a pretty lady.
7: Why, thanks, Cornflake. So fed. pretty. You know, you're kind of pretty yourself.
4: Yeah, but you're prettier.
7: <laughs> you've certainly got your hair slicked down. What's that you've got on it?
4: You listen to that fibber, McGee, feller.
7: You don't mean to say you got wax on your head?
4: Yep. When a mosquito lands on it, it's like watching Sonya Henny.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but the girls around here kind of like my type. I got real big ears, ain't I?
7: Big ears? Those are the biggest ears I ever saw. They are? I'll say they are. Were you born here or just grounded by bad weather? <laughs> <laughs> say, what do you do for excitement around here?
4: Wiggle my toes. <laughs> <laughs> and once in a while there's a hayride.
7: Have you ever been on a hayride? <laughs> oh, you <yeah. laughs> Say, um, Hayseed.
4: Huh? You know,
7: it's awfully romantic out here in the meadow. Huh? How would you like to snuggle up to me and give me a great big kiss? Well, what do you say? Town? I <laughs> oh, forget the whole thing. Say, I'm getting awfully thirsty. Why don't you go over to that cow and get me a glass of milk?
4: All right, you're pretty.
7: And let it run till it gets nice and cold. <laughs> you know, Elmer, it's really terribly romantic out here. Haven't you ever wanted to hold something tenderly in your arms and care for it?
4: Well, I found an owl once with a broken leg.
7: I don't mean an owl. I mean me.
4: Oh, gee, I don't know. Break your leg and I'll think it over.
7: But, Elmer, didn't your mother ever tell you anything about girls?
4: <laughs> nope, and I don't want her to. Why not? I'd rather learn from girls.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, your car's all fixed, ma'am. Good as new. There you are. Through, oh, thank you.
7: I've got to be driving on. Say, uh, Alfalfa, how would you like to drive into town with me? Huh? How about it? Town? (laughs) Yes, and on the way in, I'll stop at Lover's Lane. The moon will come out, and I'll raise my lips to yours. You'll put your lips to mine, and you'll kiss me. What do you say to that?
2: (laughs) Oh, no, no.
7: Why not? I ain't gonna
4: throw away a good piece of bubble gum just for that, no. (laughs) Get a hold of the guy Who sold me that bubble gum <laughs> Well fellas The gal who draws All that mail From all you males In the AEF Is due back again Command performance And Judy Garland Come on Judy
0: Thanks again Bob And fellas May I answer Just a few of your Wonderful letters Hello to Private Brewer And two Hawaiian harps And a Polish boy In Hawaii Love to Arsenal Pete And the Renegades Somewhere in the Pacific To High Phil from Farmer City And Greenwood from Gardner, Massachusetts More of the same to the gobs in Hut 33, Iceland And to the Message Center Gang in Northern Ireland To you fellas in the Falkland Islands Command Performance is your show, too Don't forget it And we're not forgetting Mike and Paul at APO 886 And Chambers and Eight Buddies at APO 827 And out there in Barracks 11 at APO 869 It's an axis sub for every song There are lots more letters one from a girl in Fayetteville who says, Sing one for my husband, Sergeant Heathcote and the men in New Caledonia. Okay, Dave.
1: Grab your coat and get your hat Leave your worries on the doorstep just direct your feet To the sunny side of the street Can't you hear that pitter pat What that happy tune is your tune Life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street I used to walk in the shade with my blues on parade but now I'm not afraid Trouble's over, I've crossed over If I never have a say as Rockefeller. Gold dust at my feet on the sunny side of the street. I used to walk in the shade with my blues on parade.
4: Now, fellas, with an eye on that studio clock, it looks like it's time to say, all oh, thanks from America to all our men in blue, our boys in khaki, too, our tough marines, our coast guards, civilian workers, too. We thank you so much. And thanks to our brave allies, the gallant Russian bear, The British everywhere The Chinese and our partners Who are fighting over there We owe you so much Command performance speaking for our nation Is grateful to you guys for all that mail And promises until that old duration To reply each week and I mean every week. So, I guess that's about it, fellas. This is Bob Hope speaking from the USA, and short waving the best of the best to each one of you over there. Good luck.
3: Command performance USA, the American entertainment industry salute to Uncle Sam's armed forces throughout the world, and to our working and fighting partners in the Allied nations. Men send those letters to Command Performance Care of this station. This is Don Wilson saying good night from Uncle Sam.